Okay. What? <clears throat> You've got everything set up. Um. Yeah. Very nearly. Yeah. 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 Uh, dear. Oh, we have recently released an album by who? Studio Phone James. Well, this message has no content. Is that from you? What's that then? I have no idea. I don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, it's a running order from you. All right, okay. Well, here we are then. Good. You've, you've got your right. running order. Have you got your running order then? Yeah, yeah, got it in front of me. Okay. All right. Let's get on with it. Okay. Um, uh, right, so... Yeah. Okay, right. Um... You play the jingly bit and uh, I'll start talking. Do you know, this is one of those days where I have absolutely no enthusiasm for anything. And don't ask me why, I have no idea. I think I, I actually think it's the weather. It's it's It was supposed to be really nice and sunny and warm today. And instead it's grey and it's muggy. It's one of those days where it feels like you've got a ton weight pushing down on you. Plus I've had man, man flu, so <clears throat> and I'm still a bit croaky. Um, so I'll just start, shall I? If you wouldn't mind, yeah. Right, hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast, and uh, here we are. Another week uh, has gone by and very little has happened. In fact, to be quite honest, if I was one of those people who used rude language, and of course I'm not, I basically say, fuck all has happened. Uh, a lot of people complain about my uh, language on this podcast, so my suggestion to you is fuck off and don't listen. Great. Have they gone? I would assume so. I would have thought they'd gone a long time ago. Good, good. Well, you know, I still get... Um, <clears throat> I told you I wasn't well. Do you think it's time for a strepsil or not? No. You suck on what uh, you like. I beg your pardon? I said you can suck on whatever you like. Oh, thank you. Anyway, um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Um, you don't mind that people bugger off. No, no, fine. <clears throat> I don't want anybody to have to do anything they don't want to do. I bit night Simon Cowell. Yeah. Why'd you bring him up? Oh, you didn't you didn't see last night's uh, Britain's Got Talent then. You, you do know I have a, a show on talk radio, a very highly rated uh show on talk radio from seven o'clock in the evening till ten. Well, I heard rumours that you sneak in a little portable TV. Well, you heard wrong because the whole thing is now even better looking than Sky News. Check it out, talk radio, DAB online everywhere. Oh, okay. All right, have a look at it. I will. Hmm. I mean, I often talk about my podcast on there, but I can't actually go into details. Can't give up too much information, otherwise they would lose all their listeners and switch over to us. Well, no, I'm only here one for one hour. I mean, how many hours are there online now that people could actually listen to of this shit if they wanted to? 288. Fuck me. 288 hours of drivel. Mostly drivel, yeah. Do you realise that when I die, <clears throat> the way I feel it could be any time soon. Um, oh, actually, talking about death, uh, yesterday was a year ago that Melinda's funeral was held. And I'll tell you a little thing about that. Um, today, I've been sort of, before I started doing this, I was just sitting in the in the room back looking out over the garden. And all I could see, and this is, I mean, this is absolutely... I don't know why I'm telling you this or anybody. I'm just talking about it, I suppose. <clears throat> the thing about doing a program in your own home is that sometimes you forget, actually, that every, you know, anyway, so you can edit this out, I suppose. But all I could see was pictures of Melinda waving goodbye. In my mind, looking out, you know, the crowd, and almost as if she's been hanging around for a year and now she's off. How ridiculous is that? How ridiculous is that? Sounds perfectly okay to me. No, I mean, she'll, you know, she'll always be in my mind. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, yesterday was quite a difficult day, I have to be honest. I wasn't expecting it to be quite that difficult. Anyway, at least not after a year. I picked rashes up the other day and we've planted some rose bushes over some of them. Do you know, I, don't, I mean, I, I sort of went in, in my autobiography, I say, I took my mum's ashes down to the coast in South Wales and sprinkled them in the sea near where she used to live and the wind changed and blew quite a few of them into my mouth. And, and when I was spreading Melinda's ashes, I, I couldn't, I had to actually put my hands in them, which is weird, really weird. Anyway, I think I am a weird person, so there we are. So just today I'm sitting there and I just see in my mind's eye, really, pictures of Melinda waving goodbye. I don't want her to go anywhere. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely barmy. Anyway, that goes back to the whole thing, that there are 280 hours of me talking to you rubbish that's never going to disappear. Oi, 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 oi. Come here, girls. It's all right. Come here. Come here. They're Jehovah's Witnesses. Come here. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so popular. It'll be about what I'm doing on my Saturday show. <laughs> Hang on. Just a minute. Just a minute. This is ridiculous. Oi, come here. Come here. It's all right. They're just nuts. Oh, oh that's nice. That's just a little nice, little nice smiley face from a friend of mine who thought I might be a bit down. What are you sending back? I'm not telling you. Um, anyway, so... Uh, mind you, there were two bing-bongs then, weren't there? So there must be another message somewhere. No, right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, I think they've gone. Just, I wish they'd stop going around. I wish religious people would just leave it alone. I don't know what happens to your mind or whatever is inside us that makes us us. I have no idea whether it is just just generated by the... You know, the the awful inside our head. <clears throat> Have you ever heard a brain being called awful? I think so. Isn't that what the butchers call it? I mean, it must be an amazing computer, your brain, mustn't it, to make us think and talk and all that sort of stuff? Well, it certainly isn't a Microsoft-based one. No, I wonder how it works. And maybe there is some, maybe there is a, I mean, I, I think I'm quite spiritual in a way. I like, you know, I look at things and I remember things and I, I, I sit and I like, I like to be in with, you know, nature and, oh, I don't know, I'm talking bollocks, aren't I? So anyway, I mean, so that's probably why I'm feeling a bit flat when I think about it. I know I've answered my own question from the beginning. It's got nothing to do with the weather at all. Oh, dear. Anyway, so uh, to cut a very long story short and get on and talk about something important, I suppose, um, 280 f***ing hours of me just talking will never disappear. Can we not? Can we not eradicate it, erase some of the early stuff so it's not out there? Um, yeah, we can. Of course we can. Well, let's do it. What, just delete the whole back catalogue? Yeah, would that mean then, you know, nobody would ever see it? Yeah, no one's got a bother, are they? But, I mean, just when I'm dead, I mean, just think of all the rubbish I've spoken. It's, it's going to be left. Although they do say as soon as we do it, it goes out into the ether and it'll be there forever. Oh, it's continuously echoing somewhere. Is it? Yeah. And they say that you can never delete everything that has appeared online somewhere. Um, I'll get to that in Tech Talk later. There's a bit about uh, Amazon and that in, in Tech Talk. All right. Because even if you delete something, <clears throat> how do you know who's copied it and kept it and where they've put it? That's very true. That is very, very true. Yeah, you can't stop that. Uh -huh. Well, there's no point in stopping anything, really, is there? Might as well just get on with something else. All right, okay. Uh, I'm bored with Brexit, I have to be honest. Um, I was uh, I was talking to the very entertaining Jacob Rees-Mogg the other day. You can see the interview or you can hear the interview. You can see it and hear it because, of course, it's all, all filmed now uh, at Talk Radio. Um, and he's, he, is a, he is a very... I'd love, I'd love to... I mean, I like him a lot. But I would love to agree with him on certain things. I mean, he's a staunch Catholic, and I can't agree with all that sort of stuff. He's not a rub-it-in-your-face Catholic, though. No, no, he's very nice, because I said to him quite... I mean, and I've known him for a long time, but I was... You know, I was on this morning last week. You were on this morning last week. That doesn't make sense. 
you know, the program with oh, Eamon oh, and Ruth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, to, uh, you know, I'm a serious commentator about things going on, aren't I? You are very, very serious sometimes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so they asked me to go on and talk about baldness. Oh, well, you are the expert. <clears throat> well, it is a subject I know quite a lot about. I've seen your research paper on it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, some bloke called Rob Lowe, and apparently he's an actor. I'd never heard of him. Should I have heard of him? I've never heard of him. Oh, right, OK. Well, there we are, two people who've never heard of him, and you're considerably younger than me. I mean, was he in Love Island? Uh, that's probably why I've not heard of him. I don't know if he was in Love Island. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's making apparently a show here. And to get some cheap publicity, he had a go at Prince William and said that had Prince William been an American, he would certainly not have allowed his hair to go as it has. He would have had a hair transplant or a toupee or something would have happened to look after his hair. I said, well, like your president. Well, I mean, that's a fair comment. But I, I don't know who this Rob Lowe is. He certainly wasn't prepared to come on the television and debate what he said with me. So I think he's a f***ing twat. And, and further than that, he's in this country at the moment. I think he should be thrown out. Or saying things against the royals. Yeah, I think, you know, nasty, horrible things against our future king. To me, that is treason. So, Mr. Rob Lowe, I've never heard of you. I don't know who you are. I saw a picture because I wanted to see what you looked like. You're one of those kind of, you know, male model types, aren't you, with a sort of insignificant appearance. I don't know. I mean, you might be able to act. It's not a difficult thing to do. But I'd pass you in the street. You're just like millions of other people. I mean, I, you know, how dare you be rude about Prince William, the future king, whose hair is his own business? Uh, actually, I'm suggesting to William that he shaves the whole lot off, and I think he'll look great. He doesn't need to have any of it on at all. But that's entirely up to him. He doesn't have to do it if he doesn't want. And we don't need a fucking American telling us what our future king should do. So listen, boyo, piss off back to your own country. Cunt. That's what crowns are for, though, isn't it, really? Never mind. Don't be light of this. This is an important subject, right? I know you lot in Wales are not particularly friendly towards the British royal family. Well, hang on a minute. But I won't... I beg your pardon? We had Prince Charles up in Carnarvon Castle. Well, yes, of course, because the firstborn will be the Prince of Wales. So we're very royalist up here. A lot of you don't like the idea that we rule Wales. Oh, there, there is that, yeah. <clears throat> and you, you know, you're a turncoat, you're English, and you've gone to live there. The other side of Offa's Dyke. <laughs> I've never been called that before. What? A turncoat. Well, I could call you worse things. I was just being polite. You have called me worse things, but don't repeat yeah. them here, please. No, I won't, wouldn't dare. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm just getting a bit fed up with him. I, I don't like Republicans anyway. I'm a big royalist fan. You know, we've had some shit royals in, in our time, but I think we have uh, the, the new royals and, of course, Her Majesty have done brilliant work for this country. We were very lucky. We have a hereditary monarchy. It could have gone terribly wrong. Uh, it must be terrible being born into the monarchy. I mean, if you st if decide to abdicate and go, everybody hates you forever. And then then there are a load of these Republicans who go, oh, I don't like that, you know. I've never heard an intelligent argument for getting rid of the royal family. One of the reasons why that miserable git Jeremy Corbyn is never, ever going to be prime minister. They're really cheap too. It's like 50 pence a year for the entire royal family. Even the ones you don't like. It costs in that 50 pence. I thought when I first talked to somebody about it, it was 50 pence a week. Yeah. No. But it's a it's 50 pence a year. I know. And I think how much your uh, council tax is for your local councillor who does absolutely nothing. Absolutely f*** all. Mm. I, I'm just objecting to council tax because they don't know what they're doing. Most of these people who become councillors are boring. They're the sort of boring people that you wouldn't want to talk to in the pub. In fact, I know some. And I don't talk to them in the pub, except to occasionally wind them up. You can start bar farts. Bar, bar farts? You what? Can start, <laughs> you bar can, farts? You can start bar fights doing that. Did you see, by the way, talking about farts, <clears throat> did you see that chap on Britain's Got Talent? Uh, the guy, oh yes, the clever man who can squelch his hands together. 
And he calls himself a fart master or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he's very clever. <coughs> that, that's talent. That's not talent. That's ridiculous. And anyway, it, and he's such a smug twat as well. He's an American, isn't he? Or a Canadian. Hang Same on, thing. Hang on a minute. See, I was right. You have snuck in a little TV in your little radio station, haven't you? No, I've had a couple of days off. I've been ill. Oh, okay. Then. And, I mean, on my television show... Oh, that's another thing, by the way. I'll come back to that in a minute. Mr. Methane, oh, yeah. who used to actually fart tunes out of his ass on my television show. Mm-hmm. So some bloke standing there squelching his hands pretending to fart really isn't funny. And to be honest, they're choosing somebody to perform in front of our royal family. And that, again, is disgusting. I don't want to see that sort of thing. I don't think the Queen minds. She was actually on the show this year. That was not the Queen. Was it not? No, that was a bloke in drag. I better be careful with what I say there. I like my head. Yeah, that wasn't the Queen. You better be very careful what you say. And that's why this Rob Lowe character should get out of the country fairly soon. I think he should be in the Tower of London. Well, it's about 20 quid now to get in, though, isn't it? No, he should be locked up in one of the cells. Don't be ridiculous. So, you know, the fart bloke I thought was appalling. And if you wanted to do that sort of thing, why don't you look for the original Mr. Methane? And going back to this morning, Eamon, who I thought was a friend of mine, said, nobody, nobody could present a, a top-line TV show who's bald. Name me one. I couldn't think of one. He's probably quite right. So then I was looking at this morning the other day because I was off ill, and they've got that bloke who used to be on Strictly... It's quite funny, but rather boring. I mean, dull, old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and some girl who was in some band, I think, presenting right. this morning. And they were atrocious, absolutely atrocious. So here, I would love to do one, just one off. I don't want to do it regularly. I would like to present this morning uh, with a lady. I don't care who it is, um, or a man, lady or man, um, who's never been on television before, and prove to you that a bald chap with a beard can actually be just as entertaining and informative as somebody like Eamon or Philip or any other TV presenter that all seem to come from the same mould. So I'm throwing down the gauntlet that I, James Whale, wish to have a go at presenting this morning and see what the public response to it is, Okay, You've got more of a chance of doing the one show, though, really. No, the BBC don't like me. I don't like the BBC much. Why have I got more chance of doing the one show? Well, they let all sorts of idiots on that. Well, it seemed to me today that, that they let... I mean, the two people presenting it today were just appalling. Why would you have them on? Or, or does everybody like just naffness? I don't know. I mean, I think I'd be quite good at it. I don't think I could ha- do it more than once or twice, but uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to prove that a bald man can do it. I think I think a bald man can do it. I mean, it doesn't affect your mouth, does it? No, in fact, I'm going to ring somebody in a minute and uh, say this. Um, I'm just trying to think who you're going to ring. Uh, I wonder if I can make a phone call now. Give it a go. <coughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to WhatsApp this person, see if they're in. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> It's ringing a long time without an answer phone. I think, actually, they're not in. Okay, never mind. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm actually saying now a bald man is just as good and just acceptable as anyone else on television, and there aren't enough bald people doing programmes like this morning. James Whale says he can present this morning better than a person with a full head of hair. Read it here first. You need to speak to someone in the press. Yeah, that's who I was ringing, you daft dick. <laughs> okay, well, try later. Yeah. So anyway, so there we are. Uh, I forgot what we are talking about now. We were talking, what were we talking about? Can I do your makeup? Why? I just want to be part of the show. Yeah, no, I'll find you a little bit, even if it's just running on with a cup of tea in uh, in the break. Oh, I could do that. I could be the uh, <laughs> Acorn Antiques. Oh, yeah, you could do it just like that. That would be funny. Yeah. We'll make it part of the show. Somebody said to me the other day, I was doing some other bit of television, and uh, and it was very sweet, and and the, and the the makeup person was in makeup and said, you're not nervous, are you? And I said, no, I'm not, no, I'm okay, why? Have you ever done live television before? 
I said, yeah, I've done a bit um, because, you know, you, you, don't, you don't need to. I said, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then uh, somebody else who will remain nameless but quite well-known politician who was sitting in another chair in the makeup room leaned over and said, look, he used to do his own live TV show every Friday night for quite considerable amount of time. And then uh, my makeup person said to me, um, really? Can you tell me about it? So then we had to Google a bit of it on the phone and then everybody's looking. It's very funny how I reckon what we did would probably go down a storm now. I think so. Except I think we'd be in trouble a lot. That's okay. Is it? It's worth getting in trouble for. Well, then those people on highly exaggerated wages in places like Ofcom and Offwat would give them something to do, wouldn't it? Offwat? Offgem, Offwat, Offcon. Offcon, that's a good one. Umcom. <laughs> that's a slip of the tongue there. My tongue never slips. <clears throat> Are you sure? Yeah, very sure. Yeah, very, 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 very sure. Uh, so anyway, um, lovely discussion I had uh, in the week with Jacob Rees-Mogg on my radio show, available, of course, on the talk website uh, to listen again to. And he was just very funny. He is a very funny man. Um, and even when he's talking about his religious beliefs, and he's a very, very staunch Catholic, and I just have, I always, my last thing is, you know, since Melinda died, I always get a bit wound up about religious people. But he's a nice bloke. I like him. I said, look, you know, my wife died last year. And uh, I've had, I, you know, you get abuse in the public. I don't really give a shit. And if I do, you will know. Well, it won't be me. Um, it'll be Mickey Mouse. Uh, he's, he's a bit busy at the moment. Trust me. He's got mates. Not you, I'm just saying generally when you, you know, there have been some people who troll you who who just go a little bit too far and just need someone to have a little word with them. Trouble is, you always find they're very spotty people who uh, some of them can't even get out of the house, uh, who have some really vile, nasty things to say about people. Anyway, you know, uh, my my views on religion are well known. And uh, and so some people say, well, you'll never go to hell. Your wife, will, uh, you'll never go to heaven. Your wife and you will be in hell and all that sort of bollocks. Um, I, I said to Jacob, so, you know, my wife was not a believer and uh, had nothing to do like me with religion. Uh, what happens to her? She's accepted into heaven. Everyone is accepted. I said, I, I thought you had to believe. And he went on and gave a whole uh, rigmarole. I can't remember it now. It was very nice. I said, well, thank you. you know, that's really nice. Thank you. Because even if you don't believe it, apparently if there is a place, you'll go there anyway. According to Jacob Rees-Mogg's view of Catholicism. <clears throat> what a nice religion, I thought. Because, you know, look at some of these prats who, uh, who follow uh, Jesus Christ, who say everybody's going to burn that doesn't bow and scrape to him. And the other prats who follow Allah, who say, you know, if you do this, or you do that, you're going to be, you, you're going to end up in a, in a place of torment. I mean, really, guys, come on. And they go out and, and they want to kill each other for it. And why do religious people wear such ridiculous clothes? What is it about dressing up in, in you know, funny hats, facial hair and stuff like that when you're religious? Why? What, what's your God got about, about grooming? Hmm? You can't mention grooming and God together. Why not? You just can't. Oh. Well, no, because he obviously is not very keen on grooming if all the followers have such appalling facial hair. Ah, gotcha. Right, okay. That's okay then. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. I thought you were talking about something else then. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, I don't want to talk about religion. It really pisses me off. Um, have the jo Guys, have the Jehovah's Witnesses gone? Oh, good, you frightened them off. Good. I wish they'd stop f***ing coming to my house. I don't know. Do they, do they, I don't know, do they target people or areas or something? You, yeah, you're on the list. Am I? Yeah. You know, and if I go and get really physically violent with one, I'm going to be in trouble, aren't I? You move higher up the list. Do you? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I, I've, if one opens the gate, walks up the drive again, uh, and I have to go and answer the door when I've got better things to do. I don't normally. I Actually, to be fair, I can see who's going to come. And so uh, I do it just to annoy them. Have you got a metal knocker on your door? No. Why? Oh, get one installed and then attach a mains cable to a switch and then flick it on when the uh, Jehovah's come to the door, electrocute them and then flick it off. Well, you get done for murder. Well, you'd have to prove that there was a main... They would just die of shock, wouldn't they, on your doorstep? You haven't even opened the door. 
I did open the door to a Jehovah's Witness once, completely naked. Yes. I told you that, didn't I? Yeah, you did, yeah. I've done it more than once, actually. And they just carried on, as if nothing had happened. Well, it's Adam and Eve, isn't it? They didn't have clothes, did they? No, no, obviously not. Oh, God, you better do your tech talk or something. Really? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a strep. I'm thin. I've got the, you know, when you get a cold and you all the sort of mucus runs down your throat and your stomach and you begin to feel a bit <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. That's how I feel. So I'm doing tech talk right now, am I? Well, I don't know. I seem to have been talking for hours. Is it, what, what do you want me to do? You haven't been talking for hours, have you? You've been talking for about 20 minutes. Have I? Well, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do tech talk. So got quite a bit this week. We're going to talk about other stuff, you want. Okay, 5G got launched. Is this me or you talking? Well, that was me talking a minute ago, and then you just talked then. I don't want 5G, um, uh, and I thought we were going to have a discussion in this country about whether or not it is physically safe for you. Well, uh, if you don't think it's safe, don't go to London, because it's there at the moment. Where? In London. Everywhere in London. Uh, well, I thought we were... And so what about Huawei? What about Huawei? Um, well, I thought, are they involved in it or not? Well, I'm, no. But it doesn't sound like it, does it? They haven't... Well, I want to know. I mean, this is this shouldn't just be happening without us being consulted. Well, it is. It's e- a strepsil. EE have launched uh, UK's next generation mobile network in London. It'll be rolled out in Edinburgh, mm. Cardiff... Belfast, Birmingham, Manchester, and then obviously 10 other major cities. It's not coming to Bangor, though. Thank God it's uh, it's EE, because you can never pick them up anywhere anyway. <laughs> you can expect speeds up to one gigabits per second. Mm. That's faster than your broadband at home. Who cares? Well, it begs the question, it's like, eventually, do we really need BT into your house? That's, um, what was that? Your phone. Well, what's it doing? It's beeping at you. Mm. All right. To your friend from the press returning your call. No. no. There's a couple of Twitter updates. Um, <clears throat> sorry, where was I? You were going to say uh, we don't need um, BT and fake cables coming into the house. Yeah, well, why, why, why do you have to? And pay, you know, why don't I just get rid of my BT line? Because it's reliable. But I never use my phone. Yeah, I know, but the phone is a byproduct of having a cable. Oh, and my computer's fixed to it, isn't it? Your computer is not fixed to it. Your computer is wireless. Is it? What's it plugged into, then? It's plugged into the mains to charge the battery. Oh, right, okay. Well, why have I got a fo- Why am I paying whatever I'm paying for a phone line? Because you need the cable to come to your <coughs> pole outside. I've got broadband. Yeah, but that, you still need a cable for that. Oh, so if I was to cut off the, the BT thing and not pay the bill... I wouldn't be able to do this. You wouldn't be able to get the broadband, no. Well, then they shouldn't be allowed just to be the only ones. Well, they're not. There are other cable providers, but mostly in big cities. Mm. Not. I've had open-reach vans outside my house up and down this road for the last six months doing something. Well, they're probably laying more fibre. Well, I think they're fiddling in the little green boxes by the side of the road. Say that again. They're fiddling what? They're fiddling in the little green boxes at the side of the road. You know, those telephone boxes. Well, they should have a wash then, shouldn't they? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I asked one bloke and he just grunted at me. Exactly. You should leave them alone when they're fiddling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like E. I mean, I've always had Vodafone. Yeah, I've always had Vodafone. Right from the very, very start when you used to have a big mm. brick. And it used to cost £25 a month for line rent and 50 mm. pence a minute to make a call. Yeah, I know. I, I still pay about 20, 30 pounds a month. Mind you, I used to spend a lot more. That was because of your dodgy emojis you kept on sending out to uh, the green. I didn't realise you had to pay for those. Well, you do, yeah. So I tell you, I got, mm. I got my money back from Sky. I complained. <clears throat> yeah, you did. Okay, right. Uh, Last week or the week before or week before that, but you bored me with that story. Yeah, I won't, bo- won't bore you again with it. I'll move on with um, Mark. So are we doing are we doing normal? Are we doing tech talk now? I'm not sure where we are with this. Well, but I, listen, by the way, I don't need five broadcasting through my body without first a public discussion about this. Nobody said, nobody said we're installing it yet. I thought they had to ask whether people wanted it. 
I don't know, just wear some chain mail. You'll be fine. It's not funny. I don't find it funny. And I certainly don't want the Chinese being able to listen into everything we're doing. Oh, you can't stop that. Can't you? No. All right. Okay. Uh, Mark Zuckerberger. Who? The guy that runs Facebook. Zuckerberger. Zuckerberger. I don't know. He survived a leadership vote. It's his company, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't come as much surprise, does it, really? Not not when he owns 60% of the shareholder. Mm. So, but he, he survived it somehow. They were trying to <clears> oust <throat> him as chairman. Why? Because they think he's too powerful. But the thing is, if they oust him as chairman and they get another chairman in, surely that chairman becomes too powerful. Didn't he come up with the whole idea? Didn't he invent it? Isn't it his idea? Well, that's a bit sort of, uh, you know, somebody else sort of might have done it and he might have stolen it, maybe. Rubbish. If that had been, there had been all sorts of, you know... There is a film about it to watch, if you wanted to watch it. I have it, actually. I can send you a copy on DVD. No, I don't. I'm bored with it. Uh, Microsoft opens its first physical store in the UK on the 11th of July, located in London's Oxford Circus. You could go in and say hello. I could go in and say, do you want me to be the DJ here? That's very true. Yeah, you used to do that in London, Oxford Circus. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I won't be going there. It'll be full <clears throat> I've got you. Why would I need to go to a shop? Well, I was going to say, it'd be full of people complaining, I would imagine. It's just a, yeah. ba a bad idea from the start. Here we go. Here's the bit that I referred to earlier. Amazon now lets you uh, tell Alexa to delete all your voice recordings. Really? Yeah. Right, okay. All you have to say is, and, I'm, and if anyone's got their Amazon Alexa on in the room when they're listening to this, um, Alexa, delete everything I said today. There we go. I've done everyone a favour. Good. I thought, yeah, I would just assume you'd be able to do that. I mean, it's like, um, like you know, you, why why not delete things as you go along? Mm, that's true. Uh, Netflix are putting their uh, prices up. So if you're a Netflix customer, expect a uh, price hike. How much? Uh, the um, standard HD plan is going up a pound from seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine, and the mm -hmm. Ultra HD is going up to eleven ninety nine from nine ninety nine. But the basic package still remains at five ninety nine. And is that for a year? That's per month. A month? My gosh. And that, I don't have enough time to watch all this TV. That's not an advert for uh, Netflix, if anyone asks. Yes, it was. It was a complete advert for Netflix. Um, let's talk a bit more about Britain's Got Talent. That's what I was talking about before, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I mean, they've they've got rid of all the appalling shows, which I quite like, all the, the acts that were really crap. I mean, that was the entertaining bit. Is this all because we're not allowed to make fun of people anymore? I believe so, yes. What a shame. Simon sits there quite worrying, what, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this uh, entertaining? Last night was quite <clears throat> cringing. Go on, tell me, I didn't see it. Last night, you know the ventriloquist um, face mask that you get where the ventriloquist makes humans into dummies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried that on Simon and uh, he walked off. He walked off. Yeah. Good, Simon. Good, because I find them really dull. What yeah. did the guy do? He, try, he tried to get him and um, David Williams to do the can-can, except he mm. didn't want to do it. But I think what's what happened was, because, you know, Simon's had a few injuries. The story is that the guy went to grab his legs to make him move his legs, and obviously he was mm. in pain. So yeah. he walked off. That was the uh, the story that's come out today. I think the story would be better if, uh, if you went along the lines of, first of all, Triloquists, whatever they are, just dull. Um, and those face masks were funny when they first came out, but you know, don't make somebody do something they don't want to do. Um, and Simon's thinking, how can I make it into the papers tomorrow? I'll walk off. Do you know, strangely enough, somebody called James Whale did that in the middle of one of his television shows once, and it went all over the country, front page of the papers, worked really well. You didn't come back though for two weeks. No, I went to Chicago and made a, a little film in Chicago, which we showed on the week that I came back. Simon came back on and finished the act. Did he? He didn't do the can-can, though. Ah, oh, you see, he bottled out, didn't he? Uh, well, I would assume that, that show would have been a disaster if he didn't come back on. Why? Well, you need him, don't you? Well, no, he could have gone just back down and sat where the uh, judges were. That's true, he could have done that. Yeah. I say, no, I don't find you funny. I don't want you touching my legs. And quite frankly, here's the Red Cross. 
It's a, cl- it's a classic example of no means no, isn't it? They kept on yeah. pushing and pushing and pushing. You could see he was uncomfortable. He didn't want to do it. Mm. Mm. That's why I don't like clowns. Yeah. You don't like what? Clowns. No, I have to, I have to admit, although I, I was a clown for one day, many years ago for a circus, they wanted, you know, they went to different places and they went to the radio stations there and said, would anyone like to be a clown? And I was nominated. Right. And... Um, they're not very funny people in real life, these clowns, or the ones I was with weren't. No, well, I've, I've been uh, to a couple of circuses and they, they make you very uncomfortable. I don't mind clowns. It's not, I've got a phobia of clowns. I could go and stand no, and hug a clown. I, I'm not frightened of them. I just find them annoying yeah. and rather unfunny. I just don't like the way they pick on people. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, they're just, it's yesterday's humour, not today's. Get rid of the clowns. Get rid of the clowns. Bring back the nice horses. Or you shouldn't have animals in uh, circuses. Well, I think horses are fine. And actually, I think dogs are fine. Dogs love to do tricks. Mine love to do tricks. As long as they're treated properly. I finished with Tech Talk, by the way. Oh, have you? Oh, right, okay. We kind of rubbed it into the whole programme, didn't we? We did. Um, I was talking about Melinda earlier on, and uh, we have launched in the uh, the charity that Melinda and I started, the uh, which is now called Kidney Cancer UK. Uh, we've we've launched the Melinda Whale Memorial Award. In fact, why don't you tell everyone? I feel embarrassed to talk about it. You tell everybody about him. Uh, well, it's an award to uh, nominate a, a nurse. Um, who Who specialises in helping patients with kidney cancer. Yeah, and there's a website you can go to and you can nominate them and uh, they Mm. win the award. I'm assuming it's an annual award that you're going to give out. It's an annual award. Uh, It's a nice award to win. But if you are a nurse or if if you know of uh, nurses who work within uh, urology and have been helping patients with kidney cancer, if you go to Kidney Cancer UK's website, and uh, it can all be explained there. Yeah, there's a big uh, history there of the uh, charity and mm. Melinda's involvement, and uh, there's a, obviously a nominate section there. Yeah, that would be nice. And so uh, whoever wins the award uh, will be invited to a, an annual dinner that we have, and she'll be uh, given this award, and, and hopefully it will help her to go further in her nursing career as well. I think it's a nice, nice award, nice gesture. Yeah, yeah. Um, good. Okay. <clears throat> what, um, what else? Oh, uh, you know they got rid of Jeremy Kyle. Uh, have you stopped saying it's you now? Yeah, yeah, I'm not really. I mean, I never was. I'm just doing that slot at the moment, mm-hmm. which he used to do on Saturdays between one and four. Uh, it's a bit of a, you know, it gets me out of the house on a Saturday. Otherwise, I'd just be sitting there looking and thinking, should I cut the grass, wouldn't I? You could get a gardener. Well, I don't want a gardener. Well, someone's got to cut the grass. Yeah, well, I cut the grass, but I have to get myself into the right frame of mind. And I also clean the house because somebody said, why don't you get a cleaner? Well, I'm perfectly able to run round Henry and vacuum. And Although I have to admit, I'm getting a bit bored with, with the cobwebs because as soon as I seem to get rid of cobwebs, they seem to come back. I could do it with a gardener. I don't think I could have a cleaner in my house because, you know, things things might go missing. But what can go missing from your garden? A few pots. So, you know. I've just seen on this light I have on my desk here in the studio, it's full of dust. Why is it electricity or electrical things seem to... Oh, look, the printer's full of dust as well. That's horrible. Static. Is it? Mm. Pratic. Static. What? Datic. Static. Oh, static. Your diction's terrible. Pardon? Yeah. Got bad diction. Yeah. Oh, I better, I better give that a bit of a dust. Just you know, other things are nowhere near as dusty. Just just give it a rub. You'll be fine. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Um, anyway, right. So where were we? <clears throat> what were we talking? Oh, yeah. So, and so I've been watching a program, which just is the most appalling program. It's very funny. Called because I work in the evenings, I'm allowed to watch daytime TV occasionally. I don't have to watch the news 24-7. And the day we record this, I'm not working anyway. So uh, Dickinson's Real Deal, is that what it's called? I don't know. I thought you were going to say, how clean is your house? But okay, Dickinson. No, 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 no. And David Dickinson, he's put on a lot of weight lately. So he's put on a bit of timber then. He's put on a bit of timber and gone timber colour. 
Mahogany, they used to say. Mahogany, yeah. 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 But the whole thing is people bring things into, and I take it they're antiques experts, and uh, they have to barter and try and get a, a price for them. If they don't get the money for them, then they go to auction to see if they can get more. And it, it always amazes me how much everybody thinks their stuff is worth. That sounds like a good show, to be fair. Yeah, but should it, you know, it's really portraying people's greed, isn't it? Yeah, a bit like the Antiques Roadshow. That's all that ever did. Yeah, and still does. Um, and all this is, they're always putting £50 notes or £20 notes on the table and then saying, is that enough? No, no. No, I'd like a little more. Can I have a little more? Okay, well, I'm going to put a blue one down with that red one. Is that enough? Well, we're getting into the right ballpark, but I can't, I just like a little bit more. I mean, can you see a way clear to putting a couple of oranges down? I'll put another blue one down. Oh, that's that's good, yeah. Yes, well, a blue one is the same as two oranges, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. I'd like a big red one. Wouldn't we all? Anyway, it goes on like that. And then they call David in and he comes in and I can't do his voice. And he goes how much he thinks it's worth and then they have to decide whether they're going to take the money or they're going to go to auction. Go on, try and do his voice. I'm sat here in a 16th century priory in the middle of Suffolk. <clears throat> Did you uh, like that? Yeah, well, I, you should be on Britain's Got Talent. Let me just do my David Dickinson for you again, if you want. Um, okay, hang on a second. Yeah, go on and start now. Don't you dare even think about it. This is my hair. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Actually, he's not the only one I can do. Oh, go on, go on. What? <laughs> give me some, give me some advance warning. Who are we going to do? Do you want to hear me do my Eamon Holmes? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Go, go on then. Well, listen to this. You, you. This is funny. Hold on. That's my wife's neck. <laughs> it's. Almost as if it was him. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, but here's the thing you don't know. This is my pièce de résistance. Go on, then. This is my Margaret Thatcher. <gasps> to be Prime Minister is to exercise power. See? <laughs> that is pretty good, isn't it? That's like she's back from the dead. I know, I know, I know. I'm actually working on uh, on female impersonations because uh, I think I could do better. I think I'm going to probably be able to do Amanda Holden. I'm working on Amanda Holden. Do you want to hear how it sounds so far? Can you rephrase that, please? What? You're not working on Amanda Holden, are you? I am. I'm working on Amanda Holden's voice. Oh, that's better. Okay. Yeah, let me, let me just let you see what you think of this. Let me just have a go at this. Here we go. Uh. Never forget your underwear. Yeah, no, that one wasn't as good as Margaret Thatcher. No. Actually, I have to be honest, my Simon Cowell is appalling. Listen to this. I just cannot get that I can't, I just cannot encompass the whole of Simon Cowell's being in, in doing his voice. Listen. Please keep those beautiful bottom burps coming. The sound they make is magnificent. It's no good, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> enough of this frivolity. Did we talk about Brexit? Uh, yes, we did. Loads okay. and loads and loads. All right, OK. Uh, just on a serious note, can those idiots outside the primary school in Birmingham piss off? You know, in this country, we tolerate all religions. What we don't tolerate is people telling us how, how their children are going to live if they're trying to make them live outside what is considered to be acceptable in this country. Now, if you yourselves want to sort of follow a religious path and do what you want to do, that's up to you. It isn't up to you to tell your children how they are going to live their lives. People do not own their children. And I think we have to remember this. You create a child and you nurture it, and then that child is its own self. And I would imagine trying to protect kids from, in fact, this, you know, from, from all kinds of things in the world is just putting them in a dangerous situation. What this school is trying to do is trying to teach kids at an early age that not every relationship and family are the same. They're not talking about sex. They're talking about little Jenny might invite you round to hers for um, 
for tea or a party or something, and your child... Oh, oh, sorry, you don't want to integrate with people who aren't like you, do you? You don't want to go and mix with people who don't follow your religion. Well, that is unacceptable in my view as well. That is religions who will not allow their th themselves or their families to mix with people from other religions is the bane of the problem of this world. So the guy who's been the gobbiest, who was having a go at uh, Jess Phillips, by the way, I've already invited you to appear on my show. You're an idiot. The invitation's there. You haven't got the guts to come and confront me and have a discussion about it, have you? Because I think that you are wrong. But if you believe what you're saying has any justification, come and debate it on radio with me. And the rest of you, clear off. You're behaving like thugs. There are kids having to go through, watch you behaving like prize prats, and go to school. That is going to be with them for the rest of their lives, thinking about you. And uh, they'll realise how stupid religion in all its forms is. Same way we get all these people outside abortion clinics shouting abuse at people going in there. Just the same way, religion. I No wonder I have no time for religion generally. Unless I'm talking to Jacob Rees-Mogg, of course. Should we do questions for the whale? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Have we sold any of my books, by the way, because I'm thinking of writing another one? Uh, can you sell the ones we've got then? Put it, do an advert then. This is an advert. All right, okay. If you'd like to read the first 30 years of my broadcasting life, it's available with pictures by getting in touch with jameswellradio.co.uk or going on our website at jameswellradio.co.uk. That was a bit of a messed up advert, but it'll do. I'm sure they'll get the uh, the message. Or email me at jameswellradio at gmail.com. Actually, we've got, a, we've got an email I could read out. Uh, can you do it quickly? Why, we're over time? Um, we don't have to do loads of... Just because thousands of people ask for me to do questions, we don't have to do them all. Just do a few. All right, well, you, you do it. <clears throat> right. Dear James, I used to listen to you every night back in the 80s and very much enjoyed your metaphysical discussions with Margaret of Beeston on Radio Air. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, back then, you witnessed the Thatcherite immo immolation of industries. I don't see it that way, but anyway. And whole communities across West Yorkshire from which they and much of the industrial base of the country has never recovered. Well, that... Who is this from, by the way? Hang on. Let me move this... Um, I can't move. Okay. It's a very long one, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Justin Jones. Oh, Justin Jones. Justin Jones, right. Okay. Some sort of socialist, I suppose, Justin. You know I don't do that sort of thing. Anyway, let's just uh, share it with everybody. Um, and has never recovered. Well, actually, it's a lot better off because people should never have had to go down mines anyway. Further division and wholesale collapse was perpetrated under Thatcher's greatest disciple, her own words. Um, Tony Blair, 40 years on, and we see the regained Thatcher neoliberal global model itself collapse across the UK, Europe and the US. In Britain, nearly 40% of working age households take more money from the state in benefits, health and education than they pay back in taxes. Wealth is so concentrated that the head of fiscal studies believes inheritance is the most crucial factor in determining a person's wealth, something we haven't seen since Victorian time. Um, Brexit is an outcome of all this, millions of people whose community has been laid waste and forgotten. Brexit is the eruption. Can I just say, laying waste of a community is the fault of the people in that community who weren't strong enough to survive and build it back up. Justin, think about that. Brexit is the eruption of four decades of anger, neglect, fear and hopelessness. People within the communities, and you see it in little villages where they manage to get together and get things done. And most places, whether you live in an area of a city or not, there are communities within communities. Brexit finally gave these millions a voice, a bit of vomit, not over Europe as such, but over the elite political class that promoted the EU. If you don't like what politics has become, stand for politics yourself. Jeremy Corbyn and Jeremy Corbyn's views will not save this world, Justin. In fact, they'll do quite the opposite. So, James, as Brexit is a direct result of the continuation of Thatcherite policies by consecutive Tory and new Labour governments, 
How do you reconcile your love of Margaret Thatcher and your hatred of Brexit? All the best, Justin Jones. Just told you, mate. Okay. Uh, and your warped view of the world is one uh, that worries me because... Uh, well, no, it doesn't worry me because there are people like you. There are people who actually go to uh, conspiracy sites and think they're true. I was in uh, Leeds, as you quite rightly say, during the miners' strike, and I can tell you that the reality of what happened in a lot of those villages and towns uh, in Yorkshire has never, ever come out. And uh, it was like a dictatorship, but had to be broken and was. And it's up to people to remend, not up to politicians, it's up to people. And if people don't like the way it's going, voting for Brexit, Margaret Thatcher would, by the way, never have let us got to the state where David Cameron did. David Cameron was, and he is, I presume, a weak man. And that was the problem. Margaret Thatcher wasn't. Uh, who's this from? Uh, James and Robbo. Uh, the Brexit party getting 30% of the vote. Surely we need a Remain party. It seems that all people care about now, and I'm thinking there'll be a general election soon. I'm putting forward you. I have a few policies for you to start with as well. One, uh, remain. Two, cyclists must be identified. Quite right. Three, parents must unload kids curbside, not in the f***ing road. Four, motorcycles must be restrained. <laughs> Quite like this. It's my idea of politics. Um, nothing contentious there. Uh, best regards, Shay. Thank you, Shay. I think that's quite nice, don't you? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. I think we've got time for two or three questions. Two or three questions. Here we go. Um, By the way, Margaret Thatcher, the best politician this country has had since the end of the Second World War, has done more to reshape society that now is being f***ed about by people who don't think. And maybe there was discussions, maybe not everybody should get the vote. Maybe some people don't. You know, there's some people who voted to, to leave the European Union because they thought, oh, you know, why, why, why should we pay this money to other countries? We, we pay quite a lot to ourselves. You know, just this, this world will go on and get better, more together than apart. I think you'll find that at the back of things is what Margaret Thatcher was trying to achieve. What she did achieve was she actually brought us back on an even keel and actually helped us sort out our financial problems that a succession of Labour governments had put us in. Justin, just thought I'd tell you. Sorry, carry on. I had an idea the other day. I thought we Don't. Didn't. Don't have an idea. Leave the ideas to me. The oh. proletariat like yourself should just listen to me and then we will be in a better position. Just do as I tell you, and then you won't have to worry about anything. I'll make sure that you've got enough food, you've got a roof over your head and clothes to wear. What more do you want? People to listen to my idea, but it doesn't matter. No, no. Okay, then. My idea will disappear. Well, just tell me anyway. I might use it myself. Okay. Increase everyone's council tax by a certain percentage, like 10%. Then you divide that percentage by the number of people in the, in the household. And then you <coughs> give them a rebate of that 10% if they vote. Now, that is a good idea. But then I don't think the council tax should be... Uh, I think Margaret Thatcher's idea of the council tax, where every individual within a household had to pay their fair share, uh, was the best idea. Well, now, looking back at it, yes, it, it, it was the best idea. Of course it was the best idea. And then you get a load of wankers, you know, it's a poll tax, and they go on a riot and a demonstration because most of them never paid a f***ing thing in their lives. But you see, you could still turn up and vote and spoil your vote. I'm not saying you have to actually, uh, but you had to Voting should be compulsory. Yeah. And yeah, you can spoil your vote or you can say none of the above or whatever, but voting should be compulsory. Otherwise, we do not live in a democracy. Well, my idea would, would be just to gently persuade you to get a discount on your council tax. Mm. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do it that way. I'd make people vote. F***ing send the, the, send the um, it, Mickey Mouse's... <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. The entire Disney community would have to... Yeah, f*** them. <laughs> okay, uh, Jonathan Sapier. Did we ever find out how much that doggy in the window was, the one with the waggly tail? Yeah, 17 and 6. 17 and 6. It's quite, quite a good price for a... Decent-looking yeah. dog. Anyway, move on. Um, Raj... There is no question that I don't have an answer to, by the way. Remember. Okay. Uh, David Murphy, sticking with the dog theme. Uh, should I adopt a stray dog from northern Cyprus? 
if you wish to, if you look after it, if you'll make sure that you will do everything for that dog's uh, well-being, yes. Uh, Dave Benjamin, why aren't you standing for leadership of the Conservative Party? Everyone else is. Yeah, very good point. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I think I'm too old. I think if I'd been about 40, I might have done. So I'm, I'm sort of 10 years too old. William Street, do we want to remember birthdays as we get older? Um, well, I, I don't, you know, I don't remember my birthday for all kinds of reasons. And uh, it's entirely up to you. It's entirely up to you. A lot of people remember their birthdays, make big do's of it, purely because they want the presents. There does become a period where you stop counting and you don't remember how old you are. Mm. And then as you get older... That happened to me about 35. Yeah, and then as you get older, older, you then start remembering how old you are and telling everyone. Well, yeah, you, you know, people get so sort of, I'm 95. I'd shut up about it if I were you. <laughs> Immy Timmy, do you like Las Vegas? Ah, Immy Timmy, yeah, I do. I, I must admit, yeah, I've never been, but the idea appeals to me. Uh, Darren Milne, curry or Thai buffet? Curry. And Rob James, if I w want to buy a Vespa and a Parker jacket, do you think I'm having a mod life crisis? Yep. Go for it anyway, because there's nothing like the feel of the wind in your hair as you ride down to the seafront on your Vespa 50. I uh, rode a uh, moped once and crashed it into a wall after about 10 seconds, so I never, ever got one ever again. Really? How sad. But then you are a bit of a sad f*** anyway. I've ridden an electric motorcycle, as in a bicycle. Yeah, thing. of course you have. You'll be one of those twats on the scooter, motorised scooter before long, won't you? I had one of those um, segways for a bit. <laughs> what? You know, them segway things. No, no, you, you know, like a kid's scooter now, they do them adult size with a little motor. Yeah, I could do one of those. <clears throat> yeah, but the trouble is they don't look where they're going, they don't have any lights, and suddenly you find one almost under your front wheels, and it'll be my fault if I run over one, won't it? Nobody told me you had to lean to steer, so when I was on this mopedy scooter thing, I turned the handlebars and went straight into a wall. That was pretty stupid, wasn't it? Well, he said, like a car, isn't it? I, I mean, I was only about 12 at the time. I thought it was cool. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not cool. It's not big. And it's certainly not very clever. Right, I'm going now. I've had enough. <clears throat> My voice is beginning to um, go a bit funny. Okay. It's all well, those impressions you keep doing. Do you want me to leave you with one more? Go on, then. What can you do? Um, I don't know. You name one person that you think I can't do. Okay, one person I think you can't do. I think you can't do Frank Sidebottom. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Frank Sidebottom used to be regular on my television show. Poor old Frank Sidebottom. He was a nice bloke, but continually kept in the shadow of his mask. You want me to do a Frank Sidebottom? Please, yeah. Okay. Is that you, Mom? Hi. Sidebottom, I've been waiting out yeah, here for about half an hour. I'm getting whale. fed up with waiting out here. Yeah, no, no. You can shut up. No, you you said I'd be on the show. Yeah, no, 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 look no, at the I've mess made in mistake here. with the bookies. Listen. Am I on the show or not? Yeah, well, you might. I'll get to you later if that's... A... No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just take Sharon out, right, and come back later. Like, I can but... take Sharon you're, 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 out you're, you're, and come back you're, you're, you're later. You're kicking me out now. No, no, no. Don't you touch Sharon. Yeah, I'll get out Just take it out. I'll watch next door's dog. Don't you I'll, 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 I'll just leave it. I'll see you later. When do I get on? Yeah, I'll sort that out with you. Sorry, wait for me, Sharon. Yeah, okay. Thanks a lot. Um... <laughs> right? Does that answer your question? Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. good. Talk later. Bye. Bye bye.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.